Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to talk sports. It's time for the show. When you hear this song on the radio, it's time to tune in. Better act fast. Let me get that part of Sports Talk Radio, starting now. Let's go! What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 103 of Let Me Get That Potograph. As always, my name is Drew, and we are back, and we've got a jam-packed show for you today, just like we do every week. (laughs) We've got a very special guest rejoining the show. Just Collect and Vintage Breaks owner Leighton Shelton's going to drop by to uh, discuss a couple of uh, unique things, in particular wax and the uh, increasing wax prices that we're seeing lately, uh, along with a couple other things. So really looking forward to uh, talking to him about that as I mean, the man's an expert at it. He's literally had about just about every job in this hobby and has been working in this industry literally since he was a child. So really looking forward to him stopping by a little bit later. But uh, there's really only one thing to start with, and that is, you know, if you if you didn't know, it has been made official. The National is not happening. The National has been canceled. It's postponed. It'll happen next year. We don't, I I don't know if they've said if they're going to continue, give Atlantic City another chance, or if they're going to have it in um, Cleveland, Chicago, wherever it was scheduled to be. I don't know all the logistics, but I did see that the National is officially canceled. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of you have asked me through PM, DM, whatever it may be, you know, what effect is this going to have on the hobby? And I've seen a lot of people ask this question. And I don't think it's going to be as big as people think, because A, we've had months and months and months of the hobby thriving like never before. And I don't think, I I bet if you polled people, 80% of people would have said that they were thinking the national wasn't going to happen anyway. So I don't think this came as a surprise to a lot of people. On Dr. Beckett's show when I was on just uh, last week, we talked about this exact same thing. It was a question I asked him, and we both said, you know, "Eh, maybe a 10% chance, and, you know, that's what it was looking like. And unfortunately, that's what ended up happening. 
obviously it's bad for the hobby in a sense that we don't get to see everybody. I mean, it, it's the time where, I mean, I, I say it all the time. A lot of you guys that listen to this show, a lot of the guys that I deal with, it, it, y'all are my best friends. Like, <laughs> I talk and hang out and, and you know, interact with you and a, a lot of you guys and gals a lot more than I do anyone else in my life. So, I mean, you know, the, the National is a special time for me. In addition, you know, we were scheduled to be on the main stage. Uh, we're going to make sure that happens next year, as you'll be hearing later. A lot of stuff's coming up, a lot of really neat stuff. But, you know, it does it, it does suck that, you know, we're not going to be able to see everybody. But, you know, what it comes down to is there were going to be no signees. You couldn't do a Breakers Pavilion. You really couldn't even do the main stage. I mean, the logistics were going to make it to where it wasn't going to be what the National is. And the National means a lot to me. I think it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity everyone should experience. And if it's not going to be the true national experience, then don't have it. Postpone it. They did the right thing. And I don't think you're going to see some massive drop off in the hobby. You know, some dealers and some people that maybe depend on that in-person, you know, time. Yes, that may affect them quite a bit. But these time, if anything, if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that you need to adapt. So if you can't adapt and adjust and make it to where you stay successful, you know, I mean, that's on you. But ultimately, I do not think this is going to be a a major blow to the hobby or anything. I think it was widely expected to happen. But the National is officially canceled. But, you know, the first thing that came to mind when I heard that the National was canceled, obviously we're going to have to wait till the end of July, early August for the next National. We've got a lot of time, and live events, I think, will probably start to kick up in the beginning of 2021. Well, there's six, seven months before the National in that time frame. This is the perfect time, if the right group of people would get together, to make another show that you know is compared to the national you know you have chantilly which is a big big show and you have your uh, your other shows you know if you want to use a wrestling term or a uh, uh, sports term you know the nationals the super bowl or wrestlemania but you can always have those divisional championship games or those summer slams <laughs> and you know i think this is the prime opportunity for a group of people that can get together and organize something you know in between the national, a holdover, if you will, anywhere in the country, East Coast, West Coast, wherever it may be. I think it's something that A, people want. The hobby is so much bigger now before the national, you know, you needed one. That's it. You know, you you needed that year, that year celebration. But now the hobby is so big and it's to the point where if you did have a solid, you know, mid-season, so to speak, show, I think it would be wildly successful. And honestly, I expect that to happen. And I I hope it happens. It is the absolute perfect opportunity for anyone out there listening that has the the means um, to do it and the connections to kind of get it started. I will be more than happy to help and provide any connections that I have as I would love to have that happen. And it's something I think that can happen. But I think the hobby is at the point now where we do need a mid-season, so to speak, show. And so if there's a silver lining in the National being canceled, I hope it's that we get 
another new massive show that brings an even bigger spotlight on the hobby. Because let's face it, at multiple nationals, five, six a year, that's just stupid, that's dumb, the national loses its luster. But if you have that mid-year show that is a little different than the national, you know, you position it a little differently, but you have the same general idea, I think you could do some amazing stuff. So I hope one of my listeners out there uh, takes this to heart and wants to get it started, but definitely hit me up if so. But the national is officially canceled. However, they're not the only company to announce um, the cancellation or the uh, altering of their big event. You know, every single year, Beckett has their industry summit. And from all intents and purposes, it seemed like they were actually going to do it live. And it was going to be one of the first big live events we'd had in quite some time. Well, after dealing with it for a little bit, Beckett did announce this week that the summit is going digital, and so the entire summit will be held digitally. I don't know how that's going to work. I'm going to be interested to see, and I'll be watching the whole thing and hopefully be able to cover some of it for you guys, but it is going all digital. And so, you know, when I see that and I see the national, you know, it really does look like live events are done for the foreseeable future, at least in terms of major, major events, at least a couple of local card shows in certain places where COVID isn't so bad. At least they're getting those. But guys, I'm telling you, we need to band together. We need to get the group together and let's Let's start a mid-season, a mini-national, if you will. A, uh, a, the Nationals tag team partner, or its manager, so to speak. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's something the hobby would love. It would, it's something the hobby needs. And I think in the near future, it'll be safe enough to do that. But unfortunate news about the National and the Beckett Industry Summit. So uh, it looks like we won't get to see each other as of now until next year. So... Uh, you know, that sucks. But y'all, we're going to move on now to a couple of things. Um, One, we've been covering it the last couple weeks. As everybody knows, the infamous Vegas Dave, Mike Trout, Bowman Chrome, Superfractor 101. Uh, It's been up for auction at Golden Auctions for a while now. Um, Smart by Mr. uh, Vegas Dave. I, I, I hate having to talk about this stuff and admit he was right because he, he just drives you crazy, you know. But there's currently six days left at this <laughs> on this auction, and this card that he bought for four hundred thousand dollars is currently at one point four million dollars. So he turned that in two years into at least a million dollars. I mean, after taxes and everything, it's it's a little bit uh, lower, but it's at one point four right now, which is just absolutely amazing. And uh, just goes to show you how strong the market is in general. I mean, I know this is a an iconic card, but even these iconic cards, they're selling for so much. Even smaller stuff is selling for insane prices. Lamar Jackson Prism Base Cards, PSA 10s, are five six hundred dollars i mean everything is selling just tremendously high but the trout i told you we'd keep an eye on it because i wanted to see what his ultimate return was on it because unlike david carr where he lost his ass off which this is probably what he's you uh gonna end up using to cover those losses you're looking at a guy who spent 400 grand on a card was laughed at for spending 400 grand like big time i mean i trashed him everyone trashed him 
said it was absolutely absurd and it would never go anywhere near anything like this. But at Golden Auctions, where you know the auctions are real, this isn't eBay where no one's going to pay. These auctions, when, they, when they're done, they are paid for. It's currently up to $1,450,000 and you've still got six days left. So I, I hate to say it, but congrats, Vegas, Dave. Good call on that one. Um, but uh, how's that David Carr collection coming along? <laughs> but, you know, once again, like I said, it... It, it just shows it's just a prime example of modern cards starting to get that massive amount of money. I mean, I know it's Mike Trout, obviously. This is a card that's going to be revered in the future. Like, like now, vintage cards now, you know, there's hundreds of copies. There's tons of copies of them out there. And, you know, they still go for so much money. The Trout Superfractor, there's one of them. When we get to that era when we're 10, 20, 30 years down the line, when there's only one of certain cards of these amazing athletes it's going to be really interesting to see how much they truly go for and i think we're starting to see that now when you take a guy like trout one of the biggest guys in baseball a legend probably going to go down as the best of this generation you're seeing cards go for 1.45 million with six days left so just absolutely absurd and in addition to just the singles market i mean it's far from just the singles market that's exploding you see the retail stuff happening you see chronicles uh basketball flying off the shelves and going for massive money you see tops chrome being gobbled up you see all of this i mean it's just going huge but then you take Take a look at the massive sales that you see. I mean, Tom Fish just last week, uh, who is the buyer of the the case of Jordan rookies, the the big case of uh, the old Fleer that was just out. Tom Fish a blowout ended up buying that because he's expecting it to double or triple in the next two or three years. And these are people that are that work in the industry that that work in this wax and so we're going to be talking a lot more with uh Leighton Shelton here a little bit later on wax just wanted to point out where that trout was and how just incredible the singles market is right now and it's far from just one Mike Trout card it, I mean at cards across the board like I told you with the Lamar they're going up like crazy the, it's it's a prime time in this hobby to get in in any way shape or form whether it be singles raw graded which we'll talk about some later whether it be waxed and I mean, Tom Fish is somebody that, you know, he, he worked, for those of you who don't know, he works for, he owns Blowout. So, I mean, this is a man that really works in the industry and has his his ear to the ground, so to speak, uh, with what's going on. And if he's putting that money into that stuff, there's a reason for it. And that just shows you, I mean, those little things right there, you might just say, wow, he paid a lot for it. But those little things right there show you the strength of the market and where the people that really can make some moves. I mean, people always say, you know, Gary V can do this, Gary V can do that. Well, Blowout, Tops, Panini, all these other, Dave and Adams, Steel City, all these places can do the same type of stuff. But one thing's for sure, singles, wax, it doesn't matter the era anymore. It used to just be vintage, but it's showing right now. Modern is massively on the rise and it shows no sign of slow. Slowing down.
And speaking of modern products, it's time now for the segment that is still taking the nation by storm. For 103 episodes and counting, let's hit the music. It's time for Letter Rip. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Letter Rip. And, you know, we've got almost all the sports uh, really in into the swing of things. you got the hockey playoffs. you got basketball playoffs finally uh, taking shape. Sorry, Zion. Uh, you've got baseball really getting into the groove of things. And you got football kicking off. So all the sports really, really going, uh, going strong. The NHL playoffs have been phenomenal. I love what they've done if you haven't checked it out watch it. it it's a really fun playoff format but just like there's so many sports going on and there's so many games on every day there's a ton of releases coming out right now it seems every single week there's countless releases that are dropping and just like we've got tons of games going on we've also got countless releases from all the major companies uh seemingly every single week and last week? Well, that was definitely no exception. You had Panini Chronicles NBA and Chronicles NASCAR both releasing. You also had Panini Gold Standard Football, Topps Chrome Baseball, Bowman Sterling Baseball making its highly anticipated return. Then you also had Panini Elements Football and Bowman MLS Soccer. You guys hear me mention soccer quite a bit because the market is exploding and the Bowman MLS looks incredible. There's going to be some high dollar stuff in that product. It's something to chase after. People are going to scoff, but you look at those if you're in this to to flip, to make money, whether it be for your full-time job or just to fund your PC, look at that soccer. Don't just run by it at uh, at the store if you can find it on the shelves. That's another story. Retail seems to not exist on shelves, but you know, that's a uh, definitely another episode episode for another time. But beyond just soccer, tons of great releases. Elements Football, phenomenal this year. They did a great job upgrading everything. It really looks great. Topps Chrome Baseball, while there's a lot of centering issues, um, I, I think the photography's great. They did a good job with some photo variations. Uh, the, the centering and uh, quality control was terrible, but I, I put that more on Cardamundi and GCI than I do tops themselves but it's one of those things where we just got to start getting those terrible terrible cards out get them out of the product don't put them in to begin with but the refractors look great just absolutely loaded class i mean just listen to this class and think five years from now what this class is going to be like and then you're probably going to want to run out and get some tops chrome jordan alvarez nico horner who meh so so Bo Bichette, Gavin Lux, Aquino, and the surprise of them all, Kyle Lewis. Like, this draft class is one for the ages. I I think these boxes, honestly, in five to six years, I think are going to be like 2011 boxes. I think you're going to have so many people coming from that class. They're going to be almost untouchable. So Topps Chrome, definitely get it while you can. And this week, uh, you know, we got a busy week coming up. Uh, Quite a few cool releases. Nothing like last week. You've got Panini Certified Football. You've got 
got Topps Archives Baseball. You've got Upper Deck Ultimate Collection Hockey. And then you've got Panini's Immaculate Baseball dropping. So some high-end baseball, some low-end football that, you know, Certified actually is going for a pretty high price. It's blowing my mind, but Certified is actually selling for pretty high-dollar uh, stuff here. I guess that's a testament to the draft class and the state of the hobby that we're in. But Certified um, is dropping this week. A lot of hype behind it. Archives, you know what you're getting. I'm hoping they, hoping they change it up a little bit, make it a little bit better, but I have my doubts. But a um, couple of decent releases this week. Immaculate Baseball, always fun. I've seen the preview galleries, the bat barrels, the knobs, the dual triple autos, the cut signatures, all the cool stuff of Immaculate you can expect to find. So a couple of cool releases this week as well. But uh, that's going to do it for this week's release date rundown. And we're going to run right into the product breakdown. And the product breakdown this week, we're going to be doing something very unique. It, it, it's an actual release something that if you had asked me to name 5,000 different potential products that Tops would do, I never in a million years would have guessed this or anything similar to it. But the subject for this week's product breakdown is the 2020 Tops Chrome times Ben Baller collection. Now, as I said before, this is probably one of the last things I would expect to be talking about, but after taking a look at this, this actually looks pretty awesome and uh, a pretty ingenious move by Topps. Uh, time will tell if it's going to be a success, um, but obviously Ben Baller, which everyone's familiar with now, especially through the Project 2020 series, as he's one of the artists that really, really helped start launch it. He was one of the ones with the higher print runs. He did the, the trout that really took off and really made Project 2020 a must-have for that short amount of time. And, and make no mistake about it, when multiple documentaries are made on this, which there are multiple documentaries or series that will be made on Project 2020, trust me, a couple are already in the works, um, Ben Baller will definitely be a major part of those because he is a big part of Project 2020 and definitely helped move it towards the mainstream. Now, for those of you unaware of Ben Baller, if you stayed away from the Project 2020 while it was uh, hot for a couple of weeks. I mean, my goodness, the the sharp rise and the sharp decline are, are stuff of legend. But um, uh, Ben Baller collaborates with musicians and actors and does jewelry for them. And his style, you know, is... Uh, it, it, his clientele list is, you know, through the roof. He's incredibly popular, has a massive following, and it translated over to the Project 2020 cards that he did. all Like I said before, all of his cards were having massive print runs. But, you know, as Project 2020 just hit its halfway point, can you believe it? We're only halfway done, but it did hit its halfway point this week. They have announced that they are going to do an entire set of actual cards Top's Chrome version, but it's the Ben Baller version. Now, what this is basically exactly what i said it's gonna be the top it's gonna be the tops design this year's tops design and this year's tops chrome with a couple of little tweaks that might not have the entire 
set. They have not announced the checklist yet, so you don't know if it's going to be all 300 um, subjects or if it's going to be, you know, a little smaller. We don't really know. But the design starts off with the base 2020 design. From there, he gives it his own twist to it. I'm looking at an Aaron Judge now, you know, he does. He gives his own diamond twist to the... uh, to the actual borders and everything along the lines and the tops chrome where it says tops chrome on the card it looks like they've added a bb his signature bb chain as well but at least in terms of the base set the base set looks beautiful it looks better than the regular tops honestly if the aaron judge unless he does something different for everyone and some of them are just terrible the aaron judge looks better than the aaron judge in top series uh too i mean i i would much rather have that one than the regular one i mean it looks beautiful and so it looks like he's not going so over the top and one thing he was huge on was always putting his name big and bold on the cards and at least on the front of the card it looks like they're keeping the aesthetic of actually having it be a card and not really just an advertisement for him which is what my opinion at least some of his project 2020 cards were the little bb on the end of the tops chrome part does nothing to me when we have all these first edition stamps and these millions of other stamps that tops puts on stuff i mean that just to me that's just a little tweak just like sapphire Now, for the base set, it does look like there are three different designs. So he has three different uh, base set designs that are going to comprise the base set. And there are going to be refractor rainbow parallels all the way down to 101 superfractors. Beyond the refractor and the superfractor, no other colored parallels have been announced, but I'm assuming that you're probably going to get four or five. You're pro- it's going to be a limited print run product. You're probably going to get an orange, a red, possibly a green or a blue, you know, a-, a couple of small, low numbered parallels down to that one of one. I would not expect to see a massive uh, print run on this as it does look to be pretty exclusive. Now, in addition to the base set there are two other designs that are going to be in this set and these are exclusive to the ben baller edition and they look awesome the first one is the diamond edition which it's a die cut with the entire background is a gem it's a it's a designed to look like a gem and it looks phenomenal i'm looking at a robert right now and it's got a gem along with like a space theme and the die cut it's just beautiful it's classy it's for someone who's known for such outlandish and just really out there designs he really did a great job with simplicity in this so uh kudos to ben baller on that one as these diamond editions look absolutely beautiful and rounding it out you've got the anniversary edition cards that are included in tops chrome but they've been given a ben baller twist uh the dodgers logo and for example on this gavin lux is more quote-unquote blinged out if you want to call it 
whatever it is with diamonds and stuff. A uh, little more modern take on the throwback. It's a really cool mix of a throwback and modern. And I'm assuming both of these inserts are going to have multiple parallels down to one of ones. Now the release date on these, they have not been announced. Uh, all we know is what Ben Baller said, and that is at the end of August. So here in the next couple weeks, we should be getting something here uh, in the near future. And as of right now, they have not announced exactly what you're going to be getting in each box. All we can tell you is they are a Topps online store exclusive, meaning they're going to be sold directly by Topps on their website. And the suggested retail price, which means that's probably what they're going to be sold for on Topps, is going to be $250 each. And like I said, you're only going to be able to get them at Topps online. Um, I think this is awesome. I, when I saw this, I wanted to review it just to check it out. I highly recommend everyone going onto Twitter, check out Ben Baller's Twitter, check out the stuff on Cardboard Connection and Beckett. Take a look at some of these designs because they truly are some absolutely beautiful designs. If they if they surprise us with a couple of autos, if they surprise us with some cool colored parallels, these could be some really cool chase cards. And as I said before, Ben Baller has a massive following. If his following gets behind this, just wait till you see what happens on the secondary market. Let me get that potograph is proudly sponsored by East Coast Breakers. Home of the magician, where they don't pull hits, they pull monsters. And where you'll find all sports card and memorabilia break needs. Relatively new to the break game, but gaining steam, East Coast Breakers is quickly on the rise. From everything from retail breaks to case breaks to memorabilia breaks, East Coast Breakers has it all. And if you'd like to join one of their breaks, please head on over to Facebook and search East Coast Breakers or follow the guys on Instagram at East Coast Breakers and on Twitter at East Coast BR, the number 8 KRS. East Coast Breakers, home of the magician and the monsters. And welcome back, everybody, to episode 103 of Let Me Get That Potograph. And on the line now, we've got a uh, returning guest, one of my favorite guests to have on the show. He is the owner of Just Collect, as well as Vintage Breaks. You all know him, Mr. Leighton Shelton. Leighton, thanks for so much for uh, rejoining the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Drew. Always love being on. Let me get the potograph. Oh, absolutely. We love to have you on, you know. And um, I know that you, I really wanted to have you on this week for a couple of different reasons, but uh, we're just going to jump right down into it and really I wanted to talk to you. You guys deal a lot in wax, obviously, being a break company and even in collecting. You know, you collect a lot of older boxes and in, uh, vintage stuff. And then you obviously, with vintage breaks, you do uh, set breaks in terms of stuff like that. But you also do a ton of boxes. But, uh, you know, we talked a little earlier in this episode about wax these days and about how wax has just... 
I mean, it's gone through the roof. I've never in my life seen a run on it to the point where now I'm seeing targets that are limiting retail that you can buy, like so many different things that I just never thought that I would see. When you, I mean, we look at the card market now and I mean, it's it's nothing like we could have imagined, but when you when you look at the current wax market what do you what do you think you know what what comes to mind when you see this you know massive wax craze mayhem <laughs> <laughs> absolute mayhem drew so drew i think what's going on is a couple things just like with singles demand is up more people are in the hobby and the uh you know, let's be honest, the draft classes are fantastic in football and in basketball. And from what I can hear, there is nowhere near the amount of capacity that the respective manufacturers would like with the actual printing company or companies. Because I know you had mentioned in some of your previous shows, Drew, about the printing company problem. And so I just talked yeah. to, uh, you know, a, a supplier, a vendor of vintage breaks today buying some modern stuff. And he told me that he believes, based on his allocations, and this is a bigger private guy, that he thinks that, you know, allocations are still down 25 to 50% from its peak of the last couple of years. And not because the companies don't want to make more product, because the, the capacity isn't there. The, the printing companies don't just print baseball cards. They print other stuff. Oh, yeah. They print everything. They print magic. They print board games. They, they, they do it all. And so I think that's where... When people say, well, how can they, I, one of the common complaints, you know, you hear is quality control. And I complain about it a lot as well, because I do think it should be better, especially with what we have. But at the same time, you look at it and during this COVID crisis, they're working at what, maybe 25% capacity. It wasn't great to begin with. I mean, it's almost like you should be thankful we're even getting anything, to be honest. I mean, these people are risking their lives to do it but it is uh you know these companies they print so much it's i in my opinion that's one of the biggest things that needs to change in this hobby because if, if these companies don't expand and we don't have more printers or tops and panini and upper deck and leaf i don't want to leave them out if they don't start to go to personal printing which i know they've started to do with a lot of their instant products which i want to ask you about here shortly i know a lot of their instant products they do print in-house and you actually see some very good quality control and some quality cards out there it's just i don't think they want to sink the money into it i don't know exactly what it is but it seems to me that they could at least improve the quality control aspect of it so when people are spending these astronomical rates for boxes they're at least getting cards that aren't uh you know dinged on four corners before they even touch someone's hands sure so it's 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 definitely something that's frustrating so when you look at this uh current market you know you've been in this hobby for a very 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 long time now you've uh been working in multiple no 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 i just meant you started young sorry i should have prefaced that when you (laughs) started very young but have been in the hobby for quite some time um and have seen you know quite a few things uh come and go fads come and go do you think this you know this wax surgeons is something that you know we're gonna see right now just because we've been lucky and we've we've hit a couple of great rookie classes or do you think this is something that no matter 
matter the class, even the down year, you know, this is something that's kind of here to stay where we, it sounds crazy to say this, but to where kids are almost priced out of hoops. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, in general, Drew, wax prices are going to continue to go up because just like vintage brakes and other breakers that are out there, we're taking a resource that's available to everyone. And every time the PSA pop report goes up or the SGC pop report goes up, the wax report goes down. And even though I know there's no wax pop report, you should really think about it as such. And so if I was a wax investor, if I was a wax collector, I, in fact, would love companies that break like vintage breaks. Because basically you're taking this commodity, you're taking this endangered species, and you're making it even more endangered. Now, these things aren't live or alive, so I don't feel guilty. Um, but the thing <laughs> is just try, try to use, you know, try to use... Um, you know, just like if you were going to be buying stocks, try to use your knowledge of the space. And that's what I'm trying to share with folks, Drew, is I've recently made some, let's just call them, I wouldn't, I don't know if they're investors, but they're investor collectors. And I explained to them what I was doing. I was explaining how much pricing was moving, Drew, not just months at a time, but weeks at a time. And I could see the trends because I'm breaking the material. I'm at the front line or I'm on the front line. And so my advice is don't go nuts. Don't take your life savings to this, but be cognizant that, listen, hey, did I make a bunch of money on Jason Tatum? Yes, I did. But what if Jason didn't hit or what if he didn't get hot? I'd have a bunch of money kind of stuck there. Whereas what happens when you buy 2017 basketball product, as long as one or two of the rookies do well, you're going to see that rising tides lift all boats. So whether it be right. it's Donovan, Donovan Mitchell's hot one week or Lonzo Ball's hot another or Jason Tatum leads the Celts into a deep playoff run, you kind of have the advantage of the field versus betting an individual. And even though it may be a sexier and a better payoff, it's a lot safer because the wax is never going to go to zilch, even if a guy gets hurt. Right. So just think that's interesting to point out, both on the vintage and the modern front of the vintage. There's just not enough of it. I mean, Drew, I'm buying now stuff off of eBay, paying full freight. In other words, you know, if I would write someone, hey, you have any flexibility on this box? That's my famous terminology. Because if you ask for a lower price, they're like, you know, lower, I'll make it higher. So now I just <laughs> say, do you, have any, do you have any flexibility? And literally nine out of 10 says no. And I used to not buy it. I still buy it. And I shouldn't be saying this, but because I just know that the next one's going to cost between 20 and 60% more, especially in the vintage front. You know, and I'm talking vintage, meaning 60s, 70s, to a certain extent, 80s, but like a 1983 Tops baseball wax box, perfect example. Last summer, all day long, four to five hunch. <laughs> Those boxes are like north of a thousand bucks. Let me tell you, Tony Glenn, Wade Boggs, and Ryan Sandberg haven't played baseball in like a while. Right. But it didn't matter. There's just not enough of it around. We were breaking it. Um, fun stat for your uh, group who's listening 1994 SP baseball in the last couple of years, we broke over 500 packs. So yes. that's 17 boxes worth. Yeah. Which is a lot, you know, so it's 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 not just us, Drew, it's others that are doing it privately. Um, you know, they're doing it with breakers. They're breaking it themselves. Uh, and so this resource of wax is becoming a little bit more extinct than it was, you know, the previous day. 
No, absolutely, and I think you uh, I think you bring up a very good point there in terms of uh, you know wax versus singles because you get so many people that get focused on singles and really don't see the long term benefit of the wax and like you said uh, just there the the singles could dry up you know things can happen and you know you never know what's gonna happen a season ending injury to one person or something like that is not going to kill the wax product forever where it could kill a certain amount of cards so there definitely is a uh, a very interesting um you know correlation there and something that i never really thought of and uh and um i know you've got to uh take the girls to soccer uh and be the dad like i've got to be so i don't want to keep it too much longer but before i let you go i do uh obviously i work with uh vb south so i know it's coming up but um we've got a really awesome promo coming up here shortly so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about that thanks drew so i encourage everyone to check out not only our website vintagebreaks.com more importantly check out our youtube channel join us for a live event whether it be drew and chris and vintage break south the gang of vintage breaks north you could join me late late from the loft uh multiple times a week and what's really fun about the vintage breaks community is there's a lot of different personalities to break and we literally break stuff from the 1950s all the way till 2020. But what's great right now is if you check us out, you spend as little as three bucks, Drew, you can not only buy your spots, which we will ship them uh, to you delivered for $3. And um, you will also be involved in a huge promotion ending next Sunday, August 23rd, where if you buy one spot, you get one entry. If you buy 10 spots of any different break, you get 10 entries. And the reason why I bring it up is because if you're looking for value in your break, whether it be you break modern stuff, you break vintage, you like set breaks, whatever the case may be, we try with these events to bring that value. So if you literally only have three bucks or six bucks, I feel like a lot of other folks out there, you know, I can't really help you. It's not a lot of money for my business. And for us, you know, we look at what we have here as a community. Now, certainly it's a business. we got to pay our bills. But we have a community in the sense that we have a lot of folks that end up buying in for only 3 or $6. They have a chance, like you, to win this 1953 Topps Mickey Mantle. That's great at SGC one and a half. And two dozen other prizes, which you can see all the details of at event.vintagebreaks.com. And as we wrap up here, Drew, just as a little uh, you know, parting gift to your community, what I'd like to do is give four different folks $25 each so that they can not only check out vintage breaks on us, meaning they're going to get a $25 break credit, but also, Drew, and you know this, that's what's wonderful about what we do here in our community, if they spend that break credit before August 23rd at 10 o'clock, they're going to be guaranteed to also be in our promotion, um, our big event ending, our buy any spot, and with our new website, you'll see all of this in your dashboard. So the last thing I wanted to mention, and we're real proud of this, we certainly put a lot of money into it and effort um, yeah. with our IT company, We now have a breaking customer dashboard that for every customer that buys from us, whether it be you spend three bucks or 300, um, you're going to have a dashboard that shows you not only all of your current breaks, not only all of your past breaks, not only all the bonuses that you've been entered into, but now when a break sells out, you always got an email from us. However, we now offer the ability for you to sign up for our SMS and text notifications So you can get a text message, not only when a break sells out, 
but when a break is about to happen. And the reason why I think this is key, Drew, imagine you're at some boring meeting and you're like, you know, you're looking for a reason to get up and go to the bathroom, take a break, go to the water yeah. cooler. You know what? I just got a text uh, message from Vintage Breaks that my 1987 Fear Basketball pack is breaking. Guys, I'll be back in a few. Thanks. Uh, you know, I'll take exactly. And you know what? The funny thing is, is I've had that happen. I've, we've had people jump in. <laughs> that's great. Well, that's yeah, we're excited about that. Yeah, no. And I will say, guys, 100 percent, this website, the dashboard, everything um, it is. It truly is in terms of uh, breaking and things you're used to. It's it's top. It's top, top of the line. So kudos to that, Leighton. You guys knocked it out of the park. But uh, before I let you go, is there anything else you'd like to let everybody know uh, where they can follow you, how they can find you on socials, if they have any questions or uh, anything along those lines? Absolutely. So I'm going to give everyone my direct email so they can contact me if they have any questions. I talked about it in my own podcast this week, Drew, where I was challenging everyone, and I'd love to see someone come back, even if you wanted to have me on next week. I'm challenging everyone this week. I want you to flip something and I don't care. You know, people are judging. Well, I don't want you to buy it from Walmart or target. I don't mean that. If you want to do that, great. I don't judge. But my point is, is that instead of looking at every card as a long-term investment, or I'm going to save this for a few months, whatever the case is, buy a card, make 35 bucks, take that 35 bucks, put it into breaks with your favorite breaker, put it into a few rookies that you're going to spec on that are ungraded. And then, therefore, you're going to basically do two things. One, you're going to prove to yourself you can do it, meaning you don't have to wait to make the money. You can do it quickly. Two, I want to hear about the story of you flipping. And what I'm going to do, Drew, is as soon as I start getting some folks sharing that info with me, um, we're going to choose a winner of the best flipping contest. Um, But one of the things I'd like to do, Drew, is offer my email so that if someone wants some help, advice, whatever the case is, reach out to me, Leighton, L-E-I-G-H-T-O-N, at JustCollect.com. And I'm specifically talking about sports cards. Uh, I know there's all sorts of, I was checking out some wacky article. Uh, Cheetos came out with a, some crazy short printed edition of Cheetos that were fire, whatever. Um, and people were reselling them on, uh, on eBay for a profit. So you never know, uh, Drew, what you could flip. But that's my uh, advice is try to flip something this week, make a few bucks, put it back into your collection. You'll feel a lot better for it. Absolutely. And I, I could not agree with you more. Guys, definitely uh, definitely do that. And if you would like to reach out to Leighton, I will put that email um, in the text and everything for this episode. But uh, Leighton, it's always a pleasure, my friend. And um, I'm sure we'll be talking very soon. I Actually, I'd love to have you back next week to uh, see how everything went and uh, see um, how many people flip some stuff and see if we can get some cool stories <laughs> sounds good Drew well thanks for having me let me get that potograph is proudly sponsored by 204 Breaks Canada's premier breakers 204 Breaks is the only Canadian breaking group that breaks all four of the major sports with worldwide shipping at no extra cost 204 Breaks ships daily so you'll get your cards fast whether you're in the Great North or down in sunny South Florida. 204 Breaks is the break group from the owners of Toronto's best card shop, Dolly's Sports Cards, which has served the greater Toronto area for over 30 years. So you know your money is in great hands. So go join their break group over on Facebook. Simply search 204 Breaks and join their breaks today. 204 Breaks pulling nothing but fire. And welcome back to episode 103 of Let Me Get That Potograph. 
And once again, I mean, every time the man comes on, he absolutely kills it. Once again, just an awesome interview with Leighton. The man, as I said before and during the interview, he's had so many jobs in this industry and he's been in it for so long since he was a child. Uh, he, he's seen the ups and downs. He's seen the trends and there's really no one more equipped to give you that information and uh, speculatory, you know, answers like him. And his view Views on wax are quite interesting, and you know, like like we've been saying, wax prices are on the rise, and I think wax is something that you're going to start to see a lot more people collect, as opposed to maybe even singles. I think you're going to see a lot of people stashing boxes and keeping those boxes and keeping the mystery of the unknown. But uh, it's definitely going to be interesting, and it's definitely going to be something. Uh, that I think you're going to see a major change in the coming years. But uh, always a pleasure to have Leighton on. And guys, we'll be doing the giveaway information here shortly. So uh, be paying attention. But before we wrap up today's show, I just wanted to talk about a couple of different things. And it kind of ties hand in hand with uh, something Leighton and I were just talking about. And that's really the future of releases. Because over uh, the past week, something uh, occurred that really could have some massive implications on the future of how products are distributed and what products are, or how products are even used. Is it the days of ripping packs in some products could be over? As Tops recently partnered with the Rally Trading Platform, and it just started a few days ago, but collectors will be able to buy shares in 10 first edition foil stamp 2020 Tops complete sets that are exclusively sold through Rally's app. The 10 sets, after they're sold, will live in the New York City showroom at the Rally showroom, and two added sets will be stored in the Tops archives. So basically what they're saying is this is the first ever liquid platform for investing in collectibles. And according to Rally, they take things like baseball cards, vintage literature and classic cars, assets with a strong history of appreciation, and they turn those into stock offerings on their platform. Now everything does go through qualification with the SEC and becomes almost a stock. Uh, very similar to the way you would trade an Apple or a Tesla stock on a regular stock exchange. The difference is that it goes through Rally, which are all registered broker-dealers. So basically, you're turning normal releases into a, an IPO, like each individual release is its own IPO. Now, once the offerings close, the shares on these will be locked up for 90 days. And after the 90 days, that's when trading will commence within Rally's app. And when you're looking at this set with Robert, Lux, all those people, it was a great product to at least try this on. I will give them that. And with those rookies driving that set, collectors can look to grab shares or more shares of a rare piece of their portfolio. So you're basically taking a set and turning it into a virtual portfolio, knowing that the physical asset is stored in the rally vault so to speak. Uh, I don't know if they have a storefront. Um, I'll get to that in just a moment. 
And not much more is really known on this, obviously, as the first initial offering is up now. I have not been able to confirm if it has sold out, but this is very interesting to me. It's a very low price point at $10 of entry, which I think will maybe get some people that normally wouldn't jump into it, like with Panini Blockchain, where they start stuff out at 60 grand. You know, starting something out at $10 lets people experiment with this, try this out, see if they like it, and see what happens. And to be quite honest, with so many many people in this industry treating it like a day trading uh, business or a, a stock business or an investing, whatever it may be. This could be exactly what they're looking for. Now, I myself, you know, I always like to hold the physical cards, but if the offerings are that cheap it's definitely something that i'm considering at least taking a chance at and seeing uh seeing you know what's going on and seeing what this thing's all about but it really makes me wonder you know are traditional releases slowly being phased out it kind of goes back to the retail question you start to see uh retail shelves you see so many problems in retail with uh email holdings and other companies doing illegal things to the point where i honestly think they're either going to be behind lock and key or the retail aspect is going to be gone from walmart and target within the next two years because of everything that's going on and because of the flipping aspect uh and i I have no problem with the flipping aspect you get there first get them flip them do your thing but i i have a feeling certain people have a problem with it and it's the illegal part that is ultimately going to get them in trouble so i could see a major change in the retail aspect of things you're seeing a change in the distribution of hobby boxes with the companies themselves going a lot more direct to consumer as opposed to using those distributors so i mean this is yet another form i mean you've also got blockchain but now you've got Topps's partnership with rally as another option and another way of interacting and being a part of this hobby. And it's something that I personally am incredibly interested to see what happens. And, uh, you know, it's something I'm probably going to check out. Now, full disclosure, on next week's show, we will have the head honcho of Rally himself on the show to talk a lot more about this and hopefully get all the answers that you guys could have and that I could have. We tried to get him on this week, but they were slam busy. Had a couple things going on, but we've already got the interview scheduled for next week. So the first interview with them regarding everything going on with Tops will be on next week's show. So I'm looking forward to that with you guys and hopefully we we can get a little bit more information about this and uh, see exactly what their end game is here because I think they have a very good idea, but I hope they stick with certain products and it's a very limited platform and it doesn't completely change distribution as we know it. But y'all, that's going to do it for episode 103 of Let Me Get That Potograph. Once again, I'd like to thank my awesome guest. Every single time he comes on, it is a pleasure. And that, of course, is Just Collect and Vintage Breaks owner Leighton Shelton. Excellent guy. Excellent company. Definitely go check out Vintage Breaks. And, of course, Vintage Breaks South with myself and Chris Gilmore. Also, of course, guys, I could not do this without my sponsors. We've got East Coast Breaks, Mojo Break. 204 breaks, SGC, vintage breaks. You guys are the best. It, it, 
the show would not be what it is without you guys. I could not do this without you. So thank you guys so much. And last but certainly not least, you guys out there listening. You've been phenomenal getting us to episode 103. We've got some amazing stuff coming up. I've got some incredible announcements coming up in the next week and a half that's uh, really going to change the game completely. It's going to change the game for Let Me Get That Potograph, and it's going to change the game for really uh, entertainment in the hobby in general. So uh, it's been in the works for about two years. Cannot wait to bring it to you guys. It's almost there, but all I can tell you is it's going to be awesome. But until next time, you guys know the deal. Keep ripping those packs, pulling those hits, and we'll talk to you next week, baby. Peace! Dwight, you ignorant slut. What's up, guys? Drew here from Let Me Get That Potograph. Are you tired of buying into a break and waiting days, sometimes weeks, for it to fill? Well, this doesn't happen at mojobreak.com. At Mojo Breaks, everything's done on a schedule, which means all breaks are guaranteed to fill the same day. Mojo has hundreds of breaks a week in all formats and across all sports, and you can even get some spots for under $10. With over eight years in the breaking industry, Mojo's established themselves as a safe, trusted source for all of your group box and case break needs. So head on over to mojobreak.com and save big with some of their awesome breaks. Let me get that potograph is proudly sponsored by Retail Breaks. Now, as the name implies, Retail Breaks isn't your average breaker, focusing exclusively on the retail aspect of the hobby. An ever-growing segment of the hobby, the retail market has exploded recently with retail-exclusive parallels flying through the roof. Over at Retail Breaks, you will be able to find all of these products, the Meyer Purple Packs, the Walgreens Yellows, as well as Blasters, Mega Boxes, and any other configuration you could find from all the hottest products. And since they're focusing on retail, although it has jumped in price, they're a relatively low-cost alternative compared to other breakers. With multiple different formats from everything from pick your team to single box divisions, modified divisions, and even random pack breaks, Retail Breaks has a wide variety of breaks to suit any collector's need. Retail Breaks is breaking daily over on Facebook, so search Retail Breaks, aka Paper Pushers, and join some awesome breaks today. And please note, Retail Breaks is a rated R program, so uh, earmuffs for the kids. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.